This is James from the Jim Polycast. So Republicans in Georgia have passed a new round of restrictive voter laws that prevent people from doing early voting on Sundays. They limit uh, people from getting or being able to pass out food and drink to voters in line. Uh, why do lines have to be that long? I think that's a big problem for me. Like, why are we making it so hard to people for people to vote when uh, this is America and our entire democracy depends on voting? There shouldn't be lines in which people have to have food and drinks passed to them. It should be quick and easy with tons of voting locations and lots of engagement, but it's not. And Georgia's just another example of hundreds of bills that are going all over the place in Texas and other states in the South. Tons of these voter restrictive laws that are out to combat a problem that doesn't exist. They'll tell you that it's against voter fraud. There's no such thing as voter fraud. That is a complete and total over-exaggeration. And voter fraud cases have been found on both sides. There have been sides where voter fraud has benefited Democrats. There have been sides where voter frauds have benefited Republicans. Uh, even in this latest election, there was a man who went and voted, I believe this was in Pennsylvania, who went and voted for himself, and then came back dressed as his son and tried to vote again for Donald Trump. So, you know, the, the, the sparse cases of voter fraud go either way, and in my opinion, and in the opinion of many Americans, the voter fraud cases are not frequent enough to warrant these super restrictive laws. These laws realistically aren't to combat any of that, any of that anyways. Their main deal is to combat voter turnout. They don't want people voting. The, the Republican platforms are not popular. When people come out to vote, Republicans lose, and they're well aware of that. And that's why they go out of their way to pass super restrictive voting laws to prevent people from showing up. And it is obvious. It should be very obvious what they're doing. So I am very hopeful the, the filibuster can be amended and the For the People Act can be passed. Now, I'm, I, I, I'm going to waffle about the filibuster for a while. I want the filibuster to be amended to where it's a talking filibuster and it's harder for people to take advantage of. But on the other hand, I know that the Republicans are not super far out of power. And if the filibuster is altered and the pendulum swings and the Republicans take over, a lot of nasty things are going to happen. So I still kind of sit on the fence about it, but... At the same time, if the filibuster is amended and it's a talking filibuster and the For the People Act passes and it's not challenged to death in the Supreme Court, then perhaps there won't be a backlash or a pendulum swing in which Republicans take over and we won't have to worry about them using the filibuster rules against the Democrats and therefore passing some very unpopular legislation, such as anti-abortion legislation and anti-voting legislation, getting rid of taxes, 
and kicking over Social Security and Medicare into the general fund mean lots of really, really, really bad things that a majority of Americans don't want. Ever want to legalize cannabis or end the war on drugs? None of that is going to happen if the Republicans take power and the filibuster is completely and totally gutted. So Democrats need to be really wary of the filibuster, but I want the For the People Act to be passed because it prevents the Republicans in different states from passing these awful voter laws that are pretty much just Jim Crow uh, with a new mask on. You know, it's not as bad as Jim Crow, uh, clearly, not telling people to drink out of separate fountains and keeping them in different schools and so forth. But as far as restricting voter rights, eh, it's pretty close to about that same era. They're doing everything they can to prevent minority votes from getting out there. It's why the Poor the People Act needs to pass, and it's why we need to be conscious of what the uh, Republicans are doing across the country. Because they're sore losers, and now they have to make it to where nobody votes. And that's a huge problem. Our country is dependent upon these votes. We need voter turnout. And the more people turn out, the better we're going to be at solving problems. I think once people find that everybody participates, and we really get to contributing into a government that actually represents people, that we can actually get things done, that a lot of bureaucratic mumbo-jumbo gets in the way. And as we purify our government of lobbyists and of, of gerrymandering and of, of this establishment crutch and this establishment crutch, and we get it back to us, we'll find that unity will come. But we have to get the democratic process back to the American people. And that means not restricting votes and making people, the American people, get out and vote and do so without impacting their lives. It's not hard, and it's what we should be doing. And I hope that everybody pays attention to what Republicans are doing and we stop letting them get away with it. They've acted in the shadows for a long time, and they've been banking on acting in the shadows. I think it's time to get them out into the light and show them what they're actually doing. They are not vanguards of our voting process. They're trying to stifle it, and everybody needs to pay attention to it. That's it. Thank you for listening.